Welcome to WPC Smash, your stop for wrestling and pop culture smashed together. I am Ian Wilson, this is Mike Moran, and we are going to immerse you into our world of pro wrestling, video games, and all the stuff that we think is just too sweet! All right, welcome to WPC Smash, episode 14, Mike Episode, episode 14, that would be WrestleMania 14, held in Boston. And I believe number 14 was also a special guest, that would be Pete Rose. You know, I left tickets for Bill Buckner, but he couldn't bend over to pick them up. How about it? And all he did was berate Boston, how they'd never win a championship. But anyway, episode 14, what's going on, Ian? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I think Buckner went for the cheap pop. I mean, I think P. Rose went for the cheap Buckner pop, though. Oh, he definitely did. Yeah, 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 yeah. He went for every type of Bambino, anything he could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, that was a good show, and this is going to be a good episode. Um, dude, it's been a couple weeks, but we had a decent amount go on in wrestling. I don't mm-hmm. want to say all of it was good, but we had a lot go on. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, since we last did a podcast, we were at TLC. So yep. let's quickly talk about uh, what happened there. You know, um, it's a couple weeks past that, so most people probably know. But basically, on the pre-show, we got Sasha Banks and Alicia Fox. Sasha Banks came away with the win. That didn't surprise anybody. Right. You know, Alicia Fox got her shirt. She ain't getting any wins, <laughs> you know, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, basically, leading out of TLC, we learned that I was very wrong and Alicia Fox would get some wins. Right. Very right. And I think it just showed that uh, Sasha still had power. You know, she's still Sasha Banks. Yeah. Pay-per-view. They're not going to have her lose on pay-per-view, but they gave Alicia Fox her comeuppance on Raw. They basically made her the captain of the women's team for Survivor Series. Yep. So that's what... And a t-shirt. Yeah. That's that's what Alicia Fox got Thanks for being here for 10 years. Cool. Yep. And I think that's what it is. Totally cool. Whatever. Um, She's been champion before and she's trying to, you know, make that last push, I think, in my opinion. I got no problem with it. She's not going to be the highlight of uh, the team, but she's the captain. And she's so that's, entertaining. That's something cool. Yep. Um, Funny. We also, as far as the women's go, we had Asuka and Emma. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought it was an awesome match. I thought it showcased Emma. Asuka got the win. Um, I was a little bit, you know, on the fence yeah. on, you know, they might end the streak right there just to kind of welcome to Raw we right. break people down and build them back Here's up. Here's a slice of humble pie real quick. Absolutely. This is an NXT. What's up? Yep. Uh, Emma took the loss and Emma got her yellow slip like the next day. I know, um, dude. Which I was super surprised about. Uh, but apparently the stuff coming out is saying that she's been hard to work with backstage. Um, as far as gimmick goes, she doesn't want to do things. Good for her, man. Stick up for yourself and don't yeah. do stupid shit. Yeah, you know, she, there's so many other places to work, like we've talked about mm-hmm. uh, many times, and she's going to make a circuit for sure and for sure. make some money. I mean, I think she'll also do fine, like you said. Um, she also has her own YouTube channel where she cooks. I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't. She does it actually. under her, her real name. It's like, uh, I don't know the official name. It's like Cooking with Tennille. Her, her real name is Tennille. Tennille. Yep. And I've watched it a few times. It's it's entertaining to she doesn't do any gimmick she's just dead serious like hey we're gonna cook today that's cool nice so you know you can check that out um and a little note about the match too it was showcasing you know oscar's kind of strong style if you will 
But one question I had is, why was she using the ankle lock? <laughs> Absolutely, man. I noticed that too through that match. Um, she slapped it on, you know, right in front of the hard cam, and I'm like, oh my god, you know, like did Kurt Angle's about to do this yeah, <laughs> in an exactly. hour, and it's the first time in 11 years they've already told us 14 other times. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was super surprised about that. I was actually going to bring it up if you didn't, and uh, but you know, Emma, thanks for. Doing what you do, you're a good wrestler. You're gonna make some money, have fun yep. in the Indies. We'll still be watching if you're on Ring of Honor or New Japan. For sure. So, uh, you know, definitely make that jump. There were a couple other people released too, right? Yeah, Darren Young. Yeah, I was surprised about that. That kid looks good these days. I know he he really does, and because every time he goes out for an injury, he comes back looking better. Yeah, like he's determined. He's gonna make some money somewhere else yep. doing something. You know what I mean? He's got a good look, and even if he's not wrestling, he'll do really well somewhere else. And I also believe Summer Ray. Yeah, which she never got hers either. Like exactly, I think she had potential, potential, potential. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she's the type of person that could jump around the indie circuit, but she could definitely do it if she hooked up with somebody you know yeah. what i mean like show maybe, her the way yeah maybe she's the show for chauffeur for you know davy boy and somebody else right you know right what I, you know what i mean um most definitely there's plenty of talent who need a valet out there i'm sure yeah and, and that, that'll just be your foot in the door to be like hey i know you guys have never seen me wrestle really but i can here you know like let me jump in there and show yeah. you what i got and i personally would be more than happy to see any of these people at a convention you know shake their hand get their autographs like absolutely Yep, they got a future. Good luck, everyone. Absolutely. We'll see you soon, hopefully. Um, You know, sticking with the women, we had um, Mickey James and Alexa Bliss. Oh, yeah. You know, so this was kind of a loaded card as far as that goes. Three Mm -hmm. women's matches. That's a lot, dude, for any pay-per-view. Yeah. So um, I was super stoked for this one. You know, Mm -hmm. Mickey James is good in the ring. Making her last push. They're calling her old. You know, she's saying Alexa and... Still wears a training bra. <laughs> and, Biscuit uh, butt. <laughs> yeah, they're going back and forth with that silly shenanigans. Uh, Alexa Bliss holds on to the strap. It was um, a right punch, was it? Yeah, like a straight. Just like a, out of nowhere. Like the weapon of mass destruction from the big show, but from five foot big show. Yeah, five, um, the five feet of fury I think punch. she's been trying to figure out a finish ever since she got to Raw and like stopped doing the sparkle splash or whatever she calls yeah, it. Twisted Bliss. And, um... So maybe maybe she's gonna try this, you know, and I I don't know about Ooh, that. I don't know, but solid match. Yeah, she could do a submission. You could just like do a cross face or something, and it would be all cool. You're like, oh, yeah? don't even matter. Like, call it something else, dude. Something. That's kind of what Oscar does too, though. That, and Sasha Banks, but that's a bad example. <laughs> yeah. But like, you could just do a submission like that that we've seen before and just cut, you know, single leg crab or something. Yeah, like, totally. Just make it her own. Yeah, yeah. I. That's uh, for sure. I thought I, it was a good match, man. Yeah, what I liked about it. Um, but the end, really? Yep. Mickey James cut a hell of a promo. Yes. Hell of a promo. She's not um, going anywhere. She's always been a good promo. Yep. It, it made it seem like this was it, but she made it clear that it wasn't it. But she had emotion. That was what what stuck out during the whole match. You know, she and it's definitely helping Alexa. Alexa is the champ. She should be the champ. She's great, but getting better. And putting her in there with someone like Mickey, she can hang. And Mickey told the story as well so that was cool yeah i think that's where the emotions coming from is like you know maybe this isn't the case but mickey kind of feels like she's passing the torch a little bit Mm -hmm. from like the real wrestlers to the real wrestlers like you're not beating nikki bella at wrestlemania you're beating mickey james who can like you know you know what i mean and that's that's probably a bad example because nikki can go now too yeah she definitely can but what 
Mickey probably remembers of her is that's not the case. You know right. what I mean? Because she hasn't been there since Mickey James came back. Not on SmackDown with her wrestling. They probably haven't touched. Right. You know, as far as that goes. So, mm-hmm. um, Cruiserweights, we had the uh, tag team match. Jack Gallagher and um, what's his face? Uh, Rich Swan, Cedric um, Alexander versus Gallagher and Kendrick. Brian Kendrick. Yes, yeah. yes. Kendrick. That's, um, I like him. He's my favorite. Brian Kendrick? Weights. Yeah, man. I like his jam, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Everything about him's cool, man. He just like doesn't care. Yeah. Um, you know that he works with a lot of the people behind the scenes. Yeah. So I appreciate that. And um, the baby faces got the win, Alexander and Swan. There was basically a sweet lumbar check at the end. I was just going to say finish. that. Yeah, that, you that like was that the move highlight. Too? Yep. Yep. I like seeing it. And he I, crushed it. He always time. does. He throws them right up in the air and just like slams them right down. They're coming mm-hmm. down. Oh, man, it looks super cool. I like to see that. I don't want to see Kendrick take losses, but. Right. Whatever. I like to see Gallagher's. I just said I liked uh, him. I like Gallagher's new turn he's doing, too. Like uh, Sherlock Holmes type, uh, yeah. you know. And I like the, the fact that his ring gear kind of covers up more of his pasty-ass potty. Yeah, but. <laughs> that's what I meant. Like that, yeah. that Sherlock Holmes ring gear that just like, you know, he just walked off the streets of London. Like, oh. He's ready to throw down. Yeah. If he, like, you bespirked me, if bro. If he held his hands up, upside down like when he was boxing. Bully, bully, like, bully. Hilarious. It's a bully day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Kalisto and Enzo Amore. Enzo won the strap back on this night. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, yeah. so what? Kalisto had without it for a voice. <laughs> two weeks or one week? Not even, I don't think. Yeah, oof, not good. Six not days, good. I believe. It just makes you a lot of politics involved with that. I think so. You know, we talked about that last time, or you know, we've definitely talked about it before. Yeah. It, it, it was a weird situation. Mm-hmm. Enzo's the money there right now, clearly, but why swap it back and forth? I don't want to hear about Eddie Guerrero's birthday. Like I, yeah, that's I knew it cool. was his birthday, yeah. right? Yeah, um, but whatever. So the big thing for this pay-per-view was that people were sick. Like uh, yeah. Roman was sick. Bray Wyatt was sick. So they had changes mm-hmm. last minute. I think, what, Friday night we got the news, something yep. like that. Friday right before the pay-per-view. Yep. So um, with Finn Balor needing an opponent, Bray being sick, they flew in AJ Styles from South America mm-hmm. like to catch the show after doing a show down there. Yep. And... Um, so it was like last minute, we're like, oh my God, this is like a WrestleMania main event match. We're getting it with two days notice, no build up, no nothing. I know. I'm bummed about that, but I'm excited for the match because it's happening whether I'm bummed about the build up right. or not. I was know? stoked about the match. Exactly. And it delivered. Dude, it was good. They got plenty of time, 20, 25 minutes at least. And They could have uh, even got more in my opinion. Yeah. It was solid. Yeah. The main event ran long in my opinion. Yeah. So it, it was yeah, definitely yeah. good to watch a match like that that's one that like you're, you're not refilling your soda you're sitting there you're watching everything you're watching yep. their facial expressions trying to read what they're trying to tell us and all that stuff yep. and and it was great man it was good it showcased both guys yeah bullet club you know uh, former leaders two sweets at the end oh yeah um and that was sick i loved it man probably one of the better matches we're gonna see in in a while to yeah be, and, to and, be and crowd reactions has a lot to do with it i know i've said that multiple times it does it's wrestling it's pro wrestling it's not real like we we have to be entertained mm-hmm. you have to entertain us it's like watching a stunt show and like you know what i mean you, right you want you something could happen which is why it's so cool and like but they still have to like do things to keep you entertained yep. or else it's just a stunt show. You know, sure. we've all seen stuff like that. 
you know, they're not doing anything in the WWE that's like groundbreaking move wise. Right. So they need to entertain us in other ways and, and getting those two in the ring together, that was a good way yep. to do it, man. I was excited. They delivered for sure. WWE delivered and the performers delivered. So I hope we see that match again and I'm pretty sure we are gonna see that match again. Uh, absolutely. Um Finn Balor ended up taking the win. It was a raw pay per view, so it didn't surprise me too much. Yeah. Um cool of AJ to do everything that he did to get mm-hmm. there and put on a good match. Right. Uh, Jason Jordan Elias finally wrestled. There was some weird shenanigans with um, yeah. vegetables not getting a fan. thrown. <laughs> not a fan. Celery and whatever, lettuce and, and broccoli and, and whatever. And it happened a couple different times throughout the night. And uh, finally they locked horns. And um, surprising to me, Jason Jordan picked up the pinfall because Elias, is, in my opinion, been super hot as a heel. You know yeah. what I mean? He's yeah. picking up heat, as they may say, in the biz. But... Um, yeah. I, I was super surprised, man. Nobody wants to see Jason Jordan win, and, and they're forcing him down our throats, and we're only going to hate him more for them doing that, man. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you were bummed about that. I definitely was. Um, I, I was trying to figure out, like, what the hell are they trying to prove with the throwing of produce, first of all? I mean, I, Even if you I, think I that's a, funny, why, why do it more than once when the crowd doesn't react to it? Right. Like, are they trying to make him a funny guy? I really don't know, but... Um, is it a dig at Kurt Angle for, like, the milk thing? Or, like, oh, and I throw vegetables because my daddy throws <laughs> milk? I never thought of that either. You know, I'm like, I don't know. I had man. no clue. Not cool. And not cool that Elias took a pinfall. But, like. but I might get some heat for this, but in my opinion, Elias reminds me of Macho Man. I might have said it before. We got heat. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. <laughs> you were right. At, at you this, were right. At this day and age... <laughs> Oh, man, I don't know. He has the potential to, like, maybe he gets a valet. He can cut a promo. Yeah. Starts with the Intercontinental Championship, holds that for a while, and then eventually he probably could be a world champion. If he got, like, a super smoking hot, like, supermodel. I'm not saying, like, for him to mimic the career of Macho Man, but I think he got the size. He got the look. He got those eyes. I I will say that. He got the eyes of the Macho Man. Yeah. Just take a look at it. it. Yeah, that that's pretty much what reminds me of it. But I think he could follow that. He really could, as far as championship wise. We'll see, man. He he's not potential. going anywhere, so we'll see. And he's yeah. getting a push. You know, he's getting lots of TV time, playing his guitar. Like, keep practicing, buddy, because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> playing play, play major chords and stuff like that. You know, like we all know that stuff. It's like, yeah, eh. like, dude, you're gonna be playing guitar. Wouldn't it be cool if you like walked out out there and just shredded like? <laughs> you know, a Van Halen solo, and you're like, all right, dude, yeah. like, that's what's up, he, man. Like, for special nights like his WrestleMania entrance, he drops the acoustic and he's like, I've been waiting to pick up this bad boy. And yeah. it's an electric freaking Dimebag Derek guitar, and he's, yeah, there you go. Yeah, he <laughs> just Ripping tears it up, bro. Like, dude, I've been practicing all year, like, this one solo, like, for this show, you know what I mean? Because uh, he doesn't, the gimmick's not that he plays smoke, guitar shitty. So, like, right. get good at it, you know what I mean? Like, it's cool, you're getting better. He is getting mm-hmm. better, but it's funny, like, Knowing how music works, yeah, and, and he watches his fingers in yeah. his hand. He's trying, he's sweating. It. I give him credit because he's watching his arenas? fingers in his hands. How can you not? <laughs> yeah. Those arenas have like fourteen thousand people in it. I oh, I shit my pants, yeah. dude. And he knows that he's like at this point, he's good enough to know that he's he's good, but not great. Right. You know what I mean? So he's getting out there like, dude, I fucking there's probably <laughs> there's probably ten people in this friggin' arena that can play guitar better than me oh, right yeah. now. And, I'm and, like, and if you and I'm about to get out there in front of fourteen thousand people. And if you've never been to a live show, you can hear the heckling like all oh, yeah. over. They cover that up on TV pretty oh, good. Yeah. So he can hear, you know, the forty people who are like, You fing suck. Yeah, dude, I, I think it's good, man. And 
right there we went to, into the main event finally that was our butter match you know go fill your soda go get your popcorn sober up a little bit the main event's coming you're gonna have to drive home soon mm-hmm. um they got a good amount of time for the main event and this was the other part where we needed a new guy because substitution of Roman Reigns being sick yep and who did we get kurt angle baby the Dude. olympic gold medalist right it's Dude? true it was how, damn true. How stoked were you when you heard Kurt Angle was gonna like be in a match? I was I was more excited to see this match because it made sense for him to like jump in there. Yeah. But for me, the entrance, the gear. Yeah. Want to talk about that? Sure. Yeah. I would. I was stoked because I know Kurt really wanted to get back in the ring. It's well known. He's, he's a worker, man. He said it multiple times and. And he, I, I believe, from the, everything I've watched, he does love WWE, and he oh, wants yeah. to perform for WWE. He loves wrestling. Yeah. That guy loves wrestling. That's why I love to watch him wrestle. Mm-hmm. So, we, he, we we get, you know, the Miz team. Yeah. They're all looking tough, like bad customers. You know, they're they on the ring. Too, yeah. They're all amped yep. up, ready to go. They're hyping staring. each other up, yep. you know. And then we get the, the Shield jams coming on yep and then you see ambrose and rollins we're like all right yeah they're, they're all shielded yes. up we've been waiting for this cool cool yep. and then all of a sudden big grin on his face kurt angle shitty grin man oh kurt, yeah kurt angle loved it and he comes out wearing a vest yep stands behind him all roman reigns like wearing the black pants and the vest yep. and i'm like dude we're not gonna get the entrance He's nope. not going to jump in circles and hold his arms up and Which get his fall pyro. to his knees and all that. Nothing, dude. Nothing. No gold medals. Like. He looks like a little kid, though, like so happy. Oh, yeah. Because he knew this was his return to the ring. And he's He was in TNA in its big days, and um, he knows that WWE is still the show. Oh, you know, for sure. You know what I mean? Like this is mm-hmm. this is the show. This is how it feels. This is how it's supposed to feel. Yep. And uh, But, dude, I was so bummed, man. I'm like, we're not going to get to see any of that. Nope. One thing thinking on it afterwards we can still get that at wrestlemania or whatever because he didn't come out with that stuff you know what i mean it won't be the first time we've seen him in the ring but it may be the first time we get him in a one-on-one match and he's the olympic gold medalist that's what you need with kurt angle a straight up one-on-one but you know right after tlc not to jump too far ahead they announced you know a couple weeks later on raw that he's going to be the captain of smackdown or they announced it on smackdown whatever Kurt Angle? Yeah, he'll be the captain of Raw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so he's going to be the captain of Raw. Now, is he going to be wearing a Raw t-shirt with the arms cut off? Well, he tells Shane that he's going to bring the gold medals. So we'll see what happens. He's probably going to get his entrance and stuff like that. But I still think that's kind of a waste. I want to see a one-on-one match. This guy can still work. But anyway, um, main event was brutal. Dude, tons of chair shots. You can tell that they It wasn't a match to me. It was just like a slobber knocker. I'm just going to use it, dude. It was... A jam. In the words of the greatest, JR, it was yeah. a slobber knocker. Business picked up right away, dude. It was good, man. And, um, you know, they played the part that these guys were five on three. Mm-hmm. They got their butts kicked for a long time. Yeah, the shield. Dean for Ambrose sure. got thrown through or into several tables that they didn't break. <laughs> you know, yeah. That looked like it hurt quite a bit. They did the double uh, cross bomb, razor's edge. Yep. Uh, the bar bomb, that's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> yeah. We got um, Kurt Angle getting hurt, get stretched out, coming yep. back out to his music. Still wearing the shield clothes, but coming back out Hobbling, to his music. Yep, got his music. They got, got the these. super sweet angle slam into the table on the entranceway to Cesaro. Yep. That always sticks out to me because it was good. The table it was swift. Exploded. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was fast and just like he was like. 
Dean Ambrose, I didn't go didn't go through two tables like this ain't happening to me. Yeah. What else did we get? We got the double choke slam through the tables. That was one of the parts where Dean Ambrose didn't go through. We yep. got the shenanigans with Kane and Braun turning against each other. They, they um, had to do something though. The chairs falling from the sky. They yeah. did have to do something to take up time and and, stuff and take like up that. the fact that it was five on two at this point. Yep. So they had to for a while mix it up and you know. It, it was a ruckus to they me. Up, I was, like, thinking, scratching my head, like, what am I watching? Yeah. But I liked it, though. Like, yeah. I, I really did enjoy it. It was entertaining. Like that, like you said, Braun gets chokeslam off the stage. He then, ends up in a garbage truck yeah. <laughs> by the by the Miz team. <laughs> like, Yeah, you know, by his own team. Yeah. Right? I know, um, what was it, Ambrose and Rollins, like, dove off the dumpster at one point trying to evade. Like, yeah. They would they would get some high risk offense, but then boom, someone else would like hit him with a big boot. So Which makes be... sense to me. It's believable. That's cool. I thought it was all good. Right. I liked all the gimmick stuff. I didn't like them recreating them pulling the chairs out because of the camera angles and stuff. Like, oh, right. They clearly didn't fall on the person like last time when they did. Yeah. You when know? it was on top of the stage in front of everyone. Yeah. And I believe Cena did it to the big show. Yes. Yeah. Um and or Mark Henry. It was, in, it was a heavyweight for sure. Yeah, I think it was Big Show. And uh, and that was how he finished the big man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I don't know. I just don't. Like, that stuff's cool if you're going to do it again. But it's got to be real, man. Like, if I was him, I'd be like, dude, find something for him to put on top of me and drop those babies down. I'll cover my head. You know what I mean? Like, we'll yeah. figure it out. Like, have another table over there. Yeah. if I just slide that over, it looks like a piece of the stage prop. Like, oh, there's a table. Yeah. TLC match. Like, let them. Yeah. If my elbow gets hit, so what? He like, can hit me with it. He can, like, yeah. throw it on top of me and then pull him down. Like, that don't matter. Yep. That's cool. Yep. Like, but whatever. You know, I just want to see things. Like, don't do camera tricks. This isn't a movie. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it, it's still, at its core, it's pro wrestling. I want to see people get hit. Not, like, fantasy. Or just don't do it. it. Like, Yeah, said. totally. Just don't do it then. Yeah, it's like, cool. Don't play me for a fool. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. I just don't want to see movie camera tricks. Like, save that for the Marine 12. Yeah, yeah. you know what i mean i, I don't want to see jason it. jordan yeah oh, i want to see people get hit um it doesn't have to be dangerous if it's too dangerous like you said don't do it yeah um overall decent pay-per-view i thought it was really good when i watched it yeah where they went with everything as far as you know things are going on raw and stuff not a huge fan but yeah you know what i mean well we get, we got to touch on the end of the match real quick. You did say Angle came out, came back out, hit the the sweet Angle slams, yeah. went through the table. We didn't even do the finish. Yeah, he get, he gets into the ring, and they pretty much end up doing. Oh well, the, the Shield did a sweet homage to Roman, yeah. and, and they speared. I believe it might have been Cesaro again, um, right through the barricade, a la how Roman does things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they slide into the ring and and they hoist uh, hoist them up with the the shield bomb the Olympic shield bomb as they were calling it that yeah. night. It's the Olympic shield bomb. And um, the one two three, Kurt Angle sloppily <laughs> gets the pin. It didn't it didn't look comfortable to me. Like nothing yeah. looked comfortable. And and I did want to see you know the straps going down and him freaking out, but. He definitely was excited to be in the match. We'll He's saving that all that stuff, and I'm now that like everything went down the way it did. I'm glad he saved all that stuff because it'll be a moment somewhere down the line. Yep, for sure. Um, and and this will still be a moment. Like if they put a DVD out of Kern Angle again, you know, in two years, the Shield yeah. part will make a good story for it too. Yeah, and this is one of the biggest lulls that we've had. Like 
in between pay-per-views. It's four weeks in between TLC and Survivor Series. And right now we're about, you know, halfway there. Mm -hmm. So we have some stuff set up for Survivor Series, a decent amount of stuff, Fallout from TLC and stuff like that. But basically what Survivor Series is going to be is champion versus champion with a male Survivor Series match and a female Survivor Series match. As far as we know right now. So let's talk about, um, first off, say the women. We talked about Alicia Fox uh, winning a match on Raw, becoming the captain of the women's team, and she's in the process of TVs right now, basically picking her team. Yep. Nia Jax, we've seen so far, is in. Um, she beat Bailey to get in. So I would assume that Bailey's out because of that, but it could be like, all right, we have one spot left, Battle Royal time. Something like that. There's not a huge roster, man, on either brand. So right. you can't keep Bailey out of a Survivor Series match. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, um, very true. And they didn't really announce that it was a match for an entry into the Survivor Series match. Okay, I, I definitely it, it got just, that vibe. It was so just supposed maybe. to be uh, Alicia versus Bailey, And then Alicia came out and was like, nah, I'm the captain. Yeah. I got too much on my mind. Boom, here's Nia Jax, yeah, who, who returns. I thought she had said, whoever wins this match is going to be on my team. Oh, maybe. But who knows? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, Nia Jax is on the team, so and Nia basically and that's all we know for right now. Yeah. Um, who do you think the other three are going to be? Um, Sasha Banks, Bailey. Yep, Mickey James. Yeah. I'm throwing it out there. Or maybe Asuka. I don't know if they have anything going on for Asuka. I don't know. That's true. I think Asuka's going to make her way onto yeah. there somehow because she's got the star power. She's getting the push. But I would like to see them not do anything with that because especially if Rod women's not going to win, Asuka can't lose. Like in a Survivor Series match, we have to get Pinder submitted. Yeah, very true. Unless they go by the old rules where it was like countouts and all that stuff was in too. You know what I mean? If you yeah, got disqualified, you were out. I don't know. We'll see. But, they could do some crazy thing where like Oscar and Nia Jax annihilate everyone, yeah. but then plant the seeds of a future tension between them. Totally. Who knows? I think it's early for that. So they do have the SmackDown women's team completely announced. Oh, okay. So they do. So um, who's the-, the captain? Which SmackDown did another women's fatal five way, which yeah. they just love to do. But Becky Lynch is the captain of Team SmackDown. I like that. She's that wholesome. You can tell they're going to be the baby faces right off the bat. Alicia on the other side, Becky on um, SmackDown. Yep. And pretty much SmackDown didn't hold back on any, like, teams. They're like, boom, here's our team. What's up? Yeah. So we have Naomi, Charlotte Flair, Carmella, and Tamina. I like it. It's cool. It's got some people who could take pinfalls. It's got some people who could win. It could yeah. go either get way. Some and spots. I th- Everyone can get their spots. I think it's like that on both sides. Um, yep. Champions are obviously fighting each other. So I'm glad that, you know, everybody's kept being kept away. I would yep. like to see Asuka get kept away somehow, too. Um, but Maybe I, they'll put her in a squash match against someone. Yeah. They'll so, have her on the show. I got to believe they're going to have her on the show. Yeah. Well, it's hard to predict, to predict what they're going to do because they're not talking about it too much back and forth. Right. They're not like... Oh, we're the Raw women's team and we're going to destroy SmackDown. They're basically just finishing up BS feuds with each other and yeah. taking up time. But SmackDown's ready, Smackdown. man. Because SmackDown is doing that. Yeah. Like, Becky's been like, we got to put all our. She literally said, we got to put all our stuff aside. So okay. She was like, if anyone has anything to say right now, say it. And they all looked at Carmella because, you know, she's the big mouth of the group. Yeah. And she was just like, Psh, whatever. Like, yeah, she just looked at her money in the bank. She's like, I still got this, but fine. 
You know, yeah. we're gonna go and we're gonna kick Raw in the butt. Whatever, yeah. whatever they said. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. And uh, so I think it's gonna be a good match, man. Mm-hmm. Um, the other Survivor Series matches the men's. And um, basically, Shane came out and said that he's going to bring his best guys. Yep. And um, Bobby Roode's on the team for sure. Yep. Do you know anybody else off the top of your head? I Nakamura. Do. Yep, Nakamura. Yep. Who beat Kevin Owens for a spot. Yes, and uh, Sami Randy, Zayn lost. Yep, to yep. Randy Orton. Yep. So we got Roode, Randy Orton, Shane, and Shinsuke. Yep. Now, the last spot was supposed to be now here's a little spoiler alert curveball whatever you want to call it yeah swerve swerve ski it was supposed to be rusev versus aj styles yes the winner gets put in the match yes but now it's announced that it is aj styles versus jinder mahal yeah for the world title so are we getting another another swerve do you think we're getting a title change real quick because something happened i think so that's where i'm going like maybe they're they're gonna just have brock versus aj Maybe. because they need they're, they're like really thinking about it like oh i don't know if gender's ready yeah do we just make gender loop i don't i don't really know yeah. and that, those are the things that are exciting can to we me. throw gender in there to get squashed by brock after we just spent the last six months you know building this guy up yeah that's tough man and we know aj will take one for the team if he needs to he will for sure um so we still don't know who's on the raw team we we only know two competitors right now yep so we have captain kurt angle yes and his first pick which on the roster of raw would be my first pick would be braun Strowman. yep and that's what we got so far and i like the fact and and this is also interesting to me if i can diverge into this Corey Graves is on both shows. Yes. So when he's talking, he's trying to be neutral. Yeah. In my head, I'm like, hmm, what show does he really like? I got to think Raw because Raw's the best. Like, and in, I think that opinion. that's a storyline in the work where Corey Graves was like, you know, you sat next to us and pretended you like SmackDown the whole time, but you're really a Raw guy, right. like something like that. But I like the fact that Corey Graves, even when he's sitting on the SmackDown booth, he's like, SmackDown has no idea what Braun Strowman can do. You guys, like, you can make your team, but Braun Strowman is the first guy on their team. You guys do not know. I I think that's cool. Yep. I think it brings a lot. Gets me excited. Yeah, because like you said, you're wondering who he's really voting for. Anytime that you're uh, wondering things while watching wrestling, like, it's a good thing. They're doing their job. They're making you think. You know, and, and hope to want to see what happens next. You know, that making TV, especially continuous yeah. week by week stuff, you want to, people to see, to like what you have coming next, you know? Yeah. Like, I really don't see Braun Strowman taking a Kinsasha, to no. be honest. Like, when you look at that team, Braun is on another level to me as far as the way his character is built right now. That's he, true. He's a yeah. heavy, super heavyweight monster. You know, yeah. he can get hit with an RKO. That makes sense. Yeah. Bobby Roode, they haven't really done too, too much with. Uh, he can throw down, but I think, in my opinion, Braun's going to definitely destroy. Yeah. Um, I, I agree, man. I think I think Raw's going to win that one. Raw always wins that kind of stuff. Whenever they do the back-and-forth champion-champion type stuff, Raw always gets you the, think? the one up. Didn't SmackDown like win last year? Yeah, but I just feel like, for the most part, like the easy, the safe bets to say Raw's going to win. All right. And uh, they got Braun Strowman. You convinced me, man. I'm, I'm going raw. No matter who they are right, left. Right. I think it'll be cool, man. Um, so heavyweight title, like you talked about, got switched around. Um, potentially. Think, we don't know potentially, yet. Potentially, yeah. It seems weird. Um, but as of right now, we got Jinder Mahal and Brock Lesnar, which nobody's excited about. People have been complaining about it for two weeks now. Really? Um, so I think that they're trying to back out of it real fast, just like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, Intercontinental title. 
uh, yep. versus United States, the the Miz versus Marion Corbin. Yep. I I think um you know they're kind of looking for some validation from the Miz on Baron Corbin, like hey, tell us if this kid's any good for real. Okay. Um, they had to put champions against each other because that's the pay per view. Mm-hmm. It just happened to work out, you know, heel heel in the tag teams and in the the yeah, subtitle, sure. whatever you want to call it, thing is going on. So that stuff's kind of weird that they didn't. They clearly didn't plan ahead by yeah. having champions. If they it wanted be, it yeah. to be face versus heel, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's tough. Like, what are bad guys supposed to do? Both cheat? Like, it's, I don't know. It's just weird. Did yeah. Did you happen to see their little Twitter rants to each other? Um, I saw. Yeah, they were like videos, right? Yeah. Yes, they were good. I saw, yes, I thought they yeah, were very absolutely. good. Absolutely. I I like that kind of stuff. It makes me feel like things are a shoot. Right, right, for sure. Um, even though it's, you know, it's clearly not. The Miz would never do that. That guy handles his business in that place. Like, he's mm-hmm. just, obviously, it's a work. But I thought it was good, man. Good promos. Yep. Hopefully, the match is good. We'll see. You know, The Miz makes people look good. So, we're probably going to come out of this match being like, hmm, Baron Gorbin's better than I thought. But right. I think and he might what, get the win, too. Who knows? Yeah. Ugh. You Ugh. never know. I hope not. I hope this one, because they're both, like, the guys who really shouldn't be beat. You know those kind of titles. I don't know, mm-hmm. man. I think this got to be like, this got to be a disqualification type thing, a count out type deal. Well, he got the full Miztourage back too. Bo Dallas yeah. is back. Those two could interfere. You know, three on one type deal, and that's why he lost. Um, yep. And then I have excuses, and then they go. Boom. That's cool. That works. Um, women's title. Yep. Yeah, Alexa Bliss. I, I think she's gonna win, man. Is there, you know, any competition really? Minati though, I don't. That's a tough one to me I because I'm hot to... right now. Who's hot right now? Like, who where's the money? That's what Vince McMahon's gonna think. Like, where's the money? The money's in Alexa Bliss right now. I just think that they gotta show SmackDown some love. And yeah, this could be. The yeah, way. we can't just keep picking Raw. <laughs> to be honest, but Natty, Natty can has work. Skills, Natty right. can work. They can. She can be like, oh, I out wrestled you. Yeah. You know, like you. Yeah, all right. Yeah. It's yeah. cool, man. I I don't know. I got Alexa Bliss, man. I, I like to see her win. And then again, <laughs> tag Raw tag team versus SmackDown tag team. Yep. So we got Ambrose and Rollins versus yep. the Usos. And I, for me, Usos, man. Oh, yeah. They and are a tag team. I do think that Ambrose and Rollins are going to try to step it up because they know the kind of matches the Usos have been having with other tag teams. You know, most so you think it's going to steal the show? Yeah, it could. I think it could. Yeah, I think absolutely. it has a complete I think, potential. I think Ambrose and Rollins really are not going to – they're going to be like the type of tag, tag team matches that the Usos are having. If we have a bad match, it's going to look real bad on us. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that this match is re- really going to be good. I think we'll see things that are going to blow us away a little bit. Um, Cruiserweights, Enzo have the and rematch, Caliso, right? yeah. Um, I, I mean, I got Enzo on this. There's, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way. Um, I just, uh, yeah, not happy with it. Um, from what I hear, Rockstar Spud's going to be in um, 205 Live. Ooh. He's super good on the mic, and, yeah. and he's pretty good in the ring too. He's a smaller guy, That's but cool. he could joust with Enzo. That'd be cool, you know, on a microphone and like hold it down. Yeah, exactly. Because like only good. Brian Kendrick probably really can like right. hold it, and it would be like very minimal. Like Enzo gets most of the jabs in, and Kendrick gets his too. Like he could hang with them, but I, I mean, Rockstar Spud can go on the mic, so that'd be cool, man. Um, I do some... like the Drew Gulak thing going yes. on with Enzo, though. I do. You, the JBL like, deal, like yeah. that he's What's got. That? I don't know. He just like he got that JBL look, um, where he cleaned everything up, and he's like, you know, I'm better than everybody. No chance, no flips, like right, all that right. kind of stuff, and uh, stop chanting. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know, man. Or did just you see like when it. He it reminded me a lot of when JBL like cleaned all everything up and started wearing suits and was like the millionaire. You know, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna 
I'm going to walk like a champion, act like a that's champion, cool. talk like a champion, like all that kind of stuff. The, the thing I really thought was entertaining, and that's what this is all is like. Um, I, I like Enzo, but I don't like the fact that he's a champion because I take championship seriously and it's part of history. Yep. But when Drew Gulak's chanting the, and he spells it S O F. T and Enzo like puts his hand on his mic and he's like, "Don't ever do that again." Like, <laughs> that stuff is really entertaining to me. So, at least he people annoying- are getting jobs and getting some time out of it. Yeah, man, you know? he annoyingly makes me laugh. Um, I hate to like be like I'm enjoying it when he's on the microphone sometimes. But it's like, uh, you know, he is. He's entertaining. He's entertaining, but I'm not like, I can't wait to see we're what people, Enzo's going to do. People, it used to be that way. We're boys of the business. That's why, like, we know what's going on. We know who's a jerk, and we, like, don't right. respect that stuff. But, like, right. you know, we're not young kids that are like, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter if nobody likes you, buddy. Like, you know what? That's true, but if everybody thinks you're an asshole, that's not cool either. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, like, sure. you got to be somewhere in the middle where you don't care, but you're not, like, totally, you know, pushing everybody away at the same time right where you're like i got my own locker room bro it's like yeah, no, yeah. that's a janitor's closet dude <laughs> i know next right? to the mop. Yeah, you're not allowed in the locker room right. so you're changing behind the only door you can find and <laughs> that doesn't mean you have your own locker room yeah you know um i think it's good man i think survivor series is going to be good i'm excited for it um i know you're getting back to your new work schedule so hopefully yep. we can watch some pay-per-views coming up and Definitely. And that'll be super sweet, man, because after Survivor Series, they're going to run heavy into Royal Rumble, and then you know mm-hmm. what time it is, baby. Well, speaking of that, too, Raw 25th anniversary. Yeah. Did you read about that? I did. Um, Diesel, Shawn Michaels. And The Undertaker. The Undertaker, yes. But what I think is awesome about it, it's being simulcasted from both arenas, um, from the Barclay Center, yeah. which they would normally do Raw today, Okay. and then the Manhattan Center. Where Raw was had the first episode ever. So I knew they were in the Manhattan Center. I didn't know that they were going to be in both places. Yeah. At the same time? At yeah, the same time. That's so rad. I'm excited to see what's going to go on. Who's going to... Like, I was thinking in my head, like, oh, man, you know, New York's not too far away. If I could get a ticket to the Manhattan Center, like, would Shawn Michaels maybe show up there, but Undertaker show up in the Barclays Center? Like, who... And they're not, like, super far away, and Vince McMahon could throw some voodoo magic and, like show up in both spots like yeah, yeah, it, yeah. i'm excited to see what happens you know i would just the, the one thing now that you say it, it sounds super cool but what if you do buy a ticket to one place and you're staring at the video screen the whole time because they're at the other place like, i don't know if they let us down that much yeah 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 you just think there's way. like a bunch of dark matches going on on each side of it like yeah a, you know like maybe right. at the manhattan center you you get matt hardy but he's not on the episode of raw which won't be right because you know i went to raw 1000 yeah and they pulled out the 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 paychecks man and oh, they yeah. the, like i saw hulk hogan there you yeah. know they had evolution return against each other Ooh. and yeah. you know I, so i'm excited about this okay so for so sure like I, and i'm thinking and that's why i said hulk hogan i think hulk could be making a comeback for raw 25 this is a big deal you think so yeah I don't know, man. He's like talking on Twitter like he's working out again, but he's kind of sounding like a crybaby doing it and stuff like that. Like, oh, I'm going out solo tonight. Like, mm. uh, I'm not paying Hashtag attention cry to that. Hashtag crybaby face. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm like, more. I'm like, Hogan, dude. Come on. I'm just thinking more about the prestige of 25 years of the same show right. and how they always amp it up. You know, longer than Gunsmoke, yeah. longer than Lassie. 
This it's is a true. big deal for WWE. It, it, that's true. I'm but stoked. I think I think Shawn Michaels and Diesel, I think those are your big names. Like Nah, I think they got some surprise. That, those yeah. are big names. Yes, yeah, those yeah, are yeah. very big names. Million Dollar I, Man could be like a surprise guy. And I'd be cool with that. The, I think that's more of the <laughs> Not me, dude. I'm going I'm shooting you right for Hulk's the stars. I'm thinking out? Hulkster. I'm thinking Austin. I'm thinking everyone, dude. Brett, nice. Brett Hart, Ricky Steamboat. I don't care. Like right. I'm giddy for this, and nice. I cannot wait, dude. That's gonna be cool, man. Um, you know, speaking of other like super good, super cool shows, like NXT pay per view is gonna be the night before Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Um, women's four way match, the War Games match, most notably oh, yeah. to me, dude. That's gonna be sick. It's um, Authors of Pain, Sanity, and um. I, I almost said the revival. What what's their name? Adam <laughs> Undisputed Cole. Era. Undisputed Era, dude. Yes. If I'm not mistaken, doesn't um, Authors of Pain have a tag team partner with them? Like a mystery guy, right? They haven't said who it is yet. Do you I'm know? not sure. I'm not sure. I haven't watched it. it. Let us mystery. know. Hit us up on Twitter, dude, at WPC Smash and let us know who it is. Um but yeah, I mean, um I think that match is gonna pff, blow things away like every single guy in that match can work and i'm excited about oh yeah and Uh, just war games yeah two rings next to each other with a cage like what what's the kind of stuff are they gonna do that back in the day when they were putting those rings together they didn't even think about doing and and the guys that are in this match were kids watching this match back in the day and they were probably like oh man like with their action figures like triple flip you know what i'm saying like yeah like oh man pile driver off of this ring yeah yeah, indie taker from one ring to the other they like rip something like that just like something crazy dude light bulb i believe uh the authors of pain are with roddy strong oh yeah that is they're going against the undisputed yeah the undisputed era yep that's weird, but anyway, I think Authors of Pain are coming up like after this pay per view. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I like them. Oh yeah, they're they're ready to jump into a tag team division somewhere along with the Bludgeon Brothers. We've been getting promos every week. Yep, they from got the Bludgeon some... Brothers. I, I'm okay with it. Whatever Viking style, like yeah. yeah, we're War Machine of WWE. They they've been getting their live event uh, matches in there too. I know okay. they they got new entrance songs, yeah. so they totally have been repackaged. They got matching wrestling gear. Yep, it doesn't you know look like. Dean Ambrose's wrestling gear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they don't have dirty wife beaters on. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, I, I'm I'm stoked for that. They got some cool stuff going on. Um, TNA's got their pay per view tonight. They couldn't afford to fly their refs out, so I think it's uh, all out mayhem. <laughs> you know. Oh there. my god. All their refs quit when they wouldn't fly them out. Uh, four referees left when TNA told them they weren't flying the referees out because wow. they couldn't afford it. Wow. Including both Hebners. Yep. And one of them was their second person put in the Hall of Fame, maybe the third. Crazy, yeah. man. That's yeah. insane to not fly out referees. Like, somebody like Earl Hebner would probably work, like, very discountedly if you were like, bro, we're super, you know, yeah. we can't afford this. Like, Earl Hebner's a huge name in wrestling. I don't dude, care I, how you slice it, if you like TNA or not, but he is one of the biggest names. He's everywhere. I would not be surprised at all to see Brian. Uh, refereeing in the WWE and to see Earl put in the Hall of Fame next year. Yep. If he's not in TNA, mm-hmm. absolutely wouldn't be surprised to see that. That'd be super cool. Um, he wouldn't be the only one with a TNA ring. Kurt Angle got one and he got oh, a right. WWE one. So you know what right. I mean? Like For sure. That's cool. Um, we'll see what happens to that pay-per-view. Nothing. They got like MMA guys jumping in and King. Oh, really? And, yeah, I don't know. It's really hard to watch, dude. I try so we can like keep up on it for the podcast, yeah. but it's bad. Like the people that they 
I admittedly just kind of stop. I read the recaps. It's not I good. I don't even read the reviews. I just read yeah, a recap. It's not good. There's a few guys there who are good, and we'll probably see them in WWE again soon. You know, or Hopefully uh, New Japan or something, Ring of yeah. Honor. like EC3, most notably. Um, yep. The dude who's got the title there, he's good on the mic. He's got a good look. Um, he's a big boy, yeah. Yeah, I forget his name, but um, yeah, he's good. Everybody's good. Um, There's rumblings that uh, Alberto might be coming back. Yeah, tonight he is. Uh, JB said it on a podcast oh, really? somewhere. Yeah, Eli Drake, right? Eli Drake. That's it, champ. Eli Drake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dummy. Like that's what he says all the time. What's your problem, dummy? <laughs> like, all right. nice. But anyway, he's he's super good on the mic. But we'll see what happens. Maybe maybe we'll review that. Maybe it's trash and we'll forget it ever happened. Um, what do you think about uh, New Japan and all the stuff that's going on with that? Let's talk about Chris Jericho's cruise first, which is going to be super cool. Um, Chris Jericho cruising out to the Bahamas, yep. and he's pulling out some of the big names of indie wrestling, dude, on this uh, cruise ship. Putting a, uh, basically a ring mm-hmm. on the cruise ship, and he invited all kinds of bands, including his band, Fozzy, um, Blizzard of Oz, all kinds of cover bands. Yep. Um, There's King. a f- female ACDC cover band. Yep. Dude, it's gonna be super rad. And then he like basically, you know, rented Ring of Honor for four days. Yep. So Ring of Honor is running a tournament where the winner gets a championship title shot. Right. So it um, means something. Yep. It's uh, not just like the hey, Young Bucks running. are gonna be there. Marty yep. Skrull is gonna Skirl. be there. And Chris Jericho is doing a back and forth thing with uh, Kenny Omega, basically talking smack back and forth to each other on Twitter. Yep. And it just got announced very recently that uh, they're gonna be at Wrestle Kingdom. Chris yep. Jericho and Kenny Omega. You know, and we get our Wrestle Kingdom match for this year for Kenny Omega, which is kind of a big deal. Nobody yeah. really knew who his opponent was going to be. Right. And uh, it's going to be Chris Jericho's big return to New Japan, dude. Yeah. I think it's going to be rad, I'm stoked, dude. dude. Oh, yeah. There's going to be so many good matches at this thing. And, yep. um, you know, I think uh, for us this year, this is a figure something out and, and get our hands on watching this. You know, oh, th- there's sure. ways to watch it for sure now. It's just know. hard when, you know, it's three in the morning and yeah. it's going live. We'll figure it out, you know. Because sure. um, that's definitely one of those things that uh, it's getting bigger and better. And there's a lot of good matches there Oh yeah. right now. You know, um, I mean, speaking of dropping the ball, you know, their champion, who's like a god in wrestling, Okada, you know, was on TMNA, TNA for a few weeks, and they treated him like a jobber. Yep. You know, like, are you kidding me? And that's why TNA where it's at. Yeah, like, yeah, like, does that even make any sense to you? But uh, So yeah. I'll paint the picture real quick, because I did watch uh, most of the whole Jericho announcement The back thing. and forth stuff. Cool. Um, also, so New Japan had their Power Struggle pay-per-view, their annual, you know, one of their pay-per-views. Yep. And after his match, Kenny Omega got on the mic. And was just being cocky, like, I don't have an opponent. Who's my next opponent? Yeah, we were all kind of wondering, who's Kenny Omega going to fight yep. at? You know, because he said, he's, like, not beat them the, all. he's not against Okada, and he's not in the title match. So, yep. like, all right, what's he going to do? And he has his strap. Yep. Is he going to put it on the line? I'm not sure. All right. Uh, but So then he even speaks in Japanese, Yeah. and he's getting some reactions from the crowd. And, you know, we were getting some uh, translations from – from Cyrus and Kevin Kelly, he's pretty much saying that you know everyone's a wimp, no one wants to fight him, and when they he does, he just beats him, so he's over it. Yeah. And who's he gonna fight? And then he says, you know, goodbye and good night. And then all of a sudden, the lights go out. The Tron shows a countdown, and it looks kind of like a war scene. And then by the number three, it was from five. 
number three, Judas comes on. <laughs> so in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, goes down to one. Then all of a sudden, you see Jericho in a warehouse. And he just has his smirk. And he talks about how he's beaten everyone who's ever claimed to be the best in the world. He name drops Shawn Michaels, Edge, CM Punk. He says, yeah. I've, they're not here anymore, but I'm still here. I beat them all. I am the alpha of this industry, whether you like it or not. And then he holds up a picture of Kenny Omega and says, Alpha versus Omega, rips up the picture, challenges Omega to Wrestle Kingdom. Ah, beautiful, dude. Yes. What a good setup. And we've they had it going for a couple of weeks on Twitter first while they were mm-hmm. like locking everything up, I'm sure. I thought for sure this was the main event on the cruise. We talked about I thought that about a couple that, times. yeah. I'm like, with the guys they got that signed. That would sell into, tickets. The, oh, yeah. But as soon as you announce the Young Bucks are there, you probably got a huge surge of tickets. And then you announce the main events, you against Omega, and you everybody fills up from there, you know? And speaking of the cruise, from you know what I understand, $150 down for your deposit. Yeah, I mean, it's next year, too. It's not like next week. So it's a, it's a pretty cool thing. And, uh, man, is that going to be a heck of a show. Yeah. Um, I really i am enjoying what's going on in wrestling right now, and I'm excited yeah. for the next couple weeks and, you know, to keep seeing what happens. Let's get into the spotlight match of the week. <laughs> These men in a very dangerous, precarious situation and position here, being on the unex- the exposed concrete floor, right in front of the King of the Ring set. Oh, God Almighty! Shane McMahon thrown with a suplex upside down, and then I think Shane's head just bounced right off the, the concrete floor. All right, spotlight match of the week. This is uh, the one that we got from Faf. You know, shout out to our boy there. And uh, this was King of the Ring 2001. Kurt Angle versus Shane McMahon in a street fight. A street fighting man. G7. <laughs> Do you like pina coladas? <laughs> uh, uh, wrong, wrong button. <laughs> so, yeah, this this one came from our good friend John Fafford. You can find him on Twitter at... F-A-F-O-R-D-64. Hit him up. Absolutely, dude. And so, this 2001. Is match, here we go. This is a match that we've been wanting to do. Um, so we're really happy to see here that, you know, you guys as fans of our show wanted to hear us review this one too. So this one's super good for everybody. Right off the bat, we got a really good pay-per-view. Um, we get Paul Heyman and JR on commentary. So those are going to be the voices throughout the night and throughout the match. Um, in this storyline basically shane owns wcw at this point and we are like you know just getting past all that uh you know invasion angle type stuff so it during this pay-per-view kurt angle fought three times and dude the first two matches the final of the king of the ring yeah the first two matches alone um were in the king of the ring tournament and they were phenomenal. Great matches. If he had just had ended the night with those two matches, you would have said Kurt Angle had an A-plus night. Mm-hmm. And For sure. Yeah. And after that, we get Kurt Angle's grudge match, match of the night. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, dude, this guy is an animal. He He's can't... a machine. He's a wrestling machine, for sure. How does he go like that for, you know, so long, man? You know, I skateboard for 10 minutes in my driveway and want to cry, you know? And, like, man, he just goes and goes and goes. And you could tell how much he loved it back then, man. He he put on a show. He sold. He, you know, made good bumps, good hits. I mean, everything was beautiful. He's – I never really realized it up until I started watching old stuff of his, like how close he was to, like, Bret Hart good. 
Like nobody's Bret Hart good. Like but technically, he, yes. Like, like technical the punches level? look real. Like everything looks real. Mm-hmm. Like the way he sells, the way he takes the hits, the way he wrestles. Like he looks like he's gonna snap somebody's ankle. You know what For I sure. mean when he's putting that that ankle lock on him. And the, the you know the only person who really ever made me feel like. I could watch the whole match and rewind it and to try to see if the punches were real and it, you would always be convinced that it looked good was Bret Hart. You know what I mean? To me. Yeah. You know, it never looked like a show with that guy. For and, sure. And Kurt Angle watching some of that old stuff, man, especially three matches in one night, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just really respect a guy who can work like that and put on a good match like that, you know, several of them. Um, he ended up losing to Edge in the King of the Ring finals. So this was kind of like, you know, the coming of Edge. So that was another cool thing that happened during the night. Um, Angle came out for the third time in two hours, basically. <laughs> and uh, he he took, he got a big spear right when he entered the ring. Um, Shane McMahon dove right into him. Shane McMahon's basically wearing, like, you know, his baseball shirt, some uh, sweatpants, and... And he's ready to scrap, you know, street fight style. He's just going to take you down and go nuts, do his really ugly, really fast punches that don't come anywhere near connecting. And, you know, as we just talk about how good Kurt is. But um, the ref quickly counted a rope break. And I was like, hmm, this is a street fight. That's weird that the ref is counting rope breaks. So I noticed that right off the bat. I'm like, all right, let's see what happens. We'll see if the, you know, announcers talk about it or anything like that. Shane gets in his punches. One of them sounds really good. I'm like, oof, that one, like, it sounded and it looked really good. And a second later, Kurt puts his face up and he's bleeding. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's He's busted. Juice nice and early, right in the middle of the match, dude, and the hard way, too. And you could tell Kurt was a little bit pissed. You know, um, he proceeds to throw Shane around the ring with a few suplexes and, like, arm drag type stuff. Definitely smacking him around a little bit. Um, yeah, they did. go back and forth, and they end up on the outside. You know that was yeah, kind of how it started off. Angle was definitely hitting him with a lot of amateur wrestling, kind of yeah. showing what he could do, and and maybe trying to shut Shane up just a little bit. It makes a lot of sense storyline wise that right. he would do that. He's an right. Olympic gold medalist, and this kid's like you know a little scrapper off right, the street. Right. Why yep. wouldn't you Olympic gold medal wrestle him? <laughs> you know yep. what I mean? Yep. Just that makes sense to me. Um. We get Shane doing his crazy dives. He did one from the barricade over the announcer's desk onto Kurt Angle. Do you have a note about that I do one? have a note about that one. Yeah, that he cool pretty spot. much did a phenomenal forearm, if you think about yeah. it. Yeah. Take a look at it. And, I mean, and it was smooth, and it was it was sweet, man. No bounce from the barricade, man. Like, mm. you got to air out over that. You know what I mean? Uh, there's no assistance yeah, or anything some ups. like that. Absolutely. I thought that was cool. Obviously, you did, too. Yeah. Um, the ref got in the way and kept telling him uh, to get back in the ring. And stuff like that. So, I again, I'm like, okay, this is supposed to be a street fight. What's going on? And right then, um, I think, is when the announcers jump in and kind of say that the match has to be finished in the ring, that the pinfall or submission has to happen in the ring, and that's why the ref is, you know, shooing, telling them what to do. It, it was so weird. Like, why is this a street fight if they can't be outside or and they can't they can grab the rope. I don't know. It's just weird. But the announcers kind of like tried to cover it. It seemed like it, the ref kind of, I don't, I don't think everybody was on the same page where the rules were Yeah. and like what they were supposed to be doing. And they were trying to square it away. And uh, basically the announcers finally address it and it clears up some of it, but not everything. And I'm mm-hmm. like, whatever, I'm just going to take this match for what it is. Kurt Angle bridged out of some pins just on his neck. Yeah. Did you see those? Yeah. Dude, super cool. Mm-hmm. Like that's like, 
14 year old girl gymnast type stuff <laughs> i'm like dude no way like i couldn't do that if i tried you know shane hit angle in the head with a street sign like you don't see too many headshots anymore yeah. you know unless we're watching like some ea sure. you know yeah some ecw stuff but mm-hmm. um man clean headshot right bang right in the middle of the ring so Shane hit hit Angle in the head with a street sign. I thought that was good. You don't see too many headshots anymore. Um, in my opinion, it's clean. You know, nobody got hurt. It looked good. It sounded good. I like that spot, man. Do you notice the headshot? Yeah, I did. We don't see too many of them. Shane definitely showcased how he was not as smooth as Kurt Angle in the ring. You know, in my opinion, he didn't look near as good or you know i mean it's hard to when you're across the ring from kurt angle yeah anyway shane tries to get kurt in the sharpshooter and falls down (laughs) (laughs) and they keep saying oh they're just gassed you know like and you could tell they were shane probably was gassed you know because this is probably one of the first times he really had to like go he did the vince mcmahon match before this so that was a match where he really you know had to go but this is different you Mm -hmm. know this isn't your dad throwing you around this is kurt angle um shane i basically Goes to work on Angle with the trash can. Hits him in the head with it. Shane tries the shooting star press. And Kurt rolls out of the way and puts the trash can underneath. Ugh. Yeah. That was a good one. That, uh, Especially yeah, since he I have that one down too. He didn't land like flush onto the trash can. Did you see how he kind of like landed on the side? Yeah. Oh, it dude. looked like it. Either way, however you slice it. Yeah. The bottom of it basically where it's like not going to bend as easily and crack in mm-hmm. half. Like that's where Shane hit. And, uh, but it. It was smooth, um, and it looked good. It looked like it hurt. I like that. Um, JR basically um, reiterates that there's no countouts and no DQ, but the the ref has been rope-breaking yeah. the whole match. So, again, I noticed that and that it's weird. Shane kicks out after Angle finally uh, rolls him up in the ring after all their shenanigans mm-hmm. with the furniture, and uh, Angle takes a low blow. Gets drilled with the trash can a couple more times, and uh, Shane gives Kurt Angle the angle slam. I thought that was weird. I didn't remember that from the match. Yep, I do remember that, and I also remember um, that almost kind of what set up the match. I believe Angle uh, on a Raw episode was doing a big-ass celebration, okay. and, and Shane hit him with the angle slam off his little podium. Ah. So I knew he had that in his back pocket that he would... All right, I so didn't think he would do it in the match, but I know he's done it to Angle. It made sense, and um, basically the match continued, and uh, Angle got the upper hand. They use a big piece of plywood, prop it up on the top of the corner of the rope. Yeah. Not a big piece of plywood. But, yeah, they uh, shimmied it up there, and they do the the monster Angle slam for the, the pin in the win. Yeah, and but, that, but before we get to that, you got to get to the meat and potatoes, the highlight reel of this match. All right, so they uh, basically – battling onto the ramp and yeah, for sure. uh, this go. is where we got all the excitement yeah you know, and, and right before that part i did have a note too yeah, when um angle was swinging that kendo stick at shane i don't know if you remember this part but i wrote down i like the fact how it was well whatever you want to call it choreographed yeah shane was hopping and ducking and hopping and ducking he did not get hit with that kendo stick at first yeah i thought that was smooth i did remember as far that, as performance that goes yep. absolutely yeah, so they we go up the ramp. They're fighting back and forth, and Angle basically grabs belly to back on Shane. Yeah, we go. Throws man. him into the the they basically the staging. So yep. it looks like you know plexi board or you know some kind of LED staging yep. setup type deal. He throws him into it, and Shane crumbles like a throwing a rag doll <laughs> against the wall. Nothing. Yeah. Right so on Shane his head. picks him up again. <laughs> 
and does it again and puts them right through and you find out that this stuff is glass. Glass. And yeah. angles bleeding. Like, they're both, it's like, glass. They're both bleeding It's everywhere. glass, glass. Like, it's so, stuck in Angle's uh, shoulder if you look. Like, yeah. Ugh. So at this point, they're backstage um, and basically we get it again. But this time... He takes two belly-to-bellies, doesn't go through it, doesn't break. So Shane grabs him by the head. Kurt Angle grabs Shane by the head and drives him head first through it. Just throws him through it. Finally, it breaks, and he goes flying out, and, man, these guys are a mess. And from what I understand, Angle didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Like, when after even the first one. Yeah. But Shane was like, do it. Yeah. Got to do it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, And then knowing that, watching it back, I'm like, you can kind of see – you know, you can see sometimes when wrestlers are chatting with each other. Yeah, like, the yeah, secrets yeah. get thrown out the window. But then when they're backstage part and it happens twice again, you see, like, yeah. Angle roll, like, on his face. And you know Shane's just saying, just plan B, do something. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> throw yeah. me through it. Yeah, get me through it. What's your problem, Angle? You can't do it. That's probably what he's saying, like, amping him up, you know, like, get him yeah. ready to do it. Um, that's the most notable spot of the match. Um, that's a highlight to me. Like I know. when you think of this match, that's exactly what goes in my head. I know. I can't believe Smash. I flipped up my note pages. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, dude, what to me like him going through it wasn't as cool as it not breaking and watching his body slide down the wall and crumble <laughs> against the ground. Dude, absolutely brutal. That's my favorite part of the match. I think it's most people's stuff that they remember the most. Dude, I, yeah. I really enjoyed this match. I want to thank John for, uh, you know, choosing this one. Mm-hmm. You know, any comments that you want to make about this match? Yeah. I know that this was one that we've both been wanting to do for a while. And for me, this is a good one. And it's very self-explanatory to me. Everybody loves this match. You know yep. what I mean? Well, another one that I wanted to bring up. And you could tell they were gassed. And, and this is what I liked about it. I don't know if this was a plan B, too. But Angle couldn't get uh, Shane back to the ring. <laughs> Oh yeah. So he grabbed the crate box. Yep. And he's he literally draped his ass on there and pushed him and and then again they're like, Wow, look at Angle's been through three like this is his third match. Come yeah. on now. And in my head I'm like, dude, I really don't think he had it in him to drag him. So he put him on the crate and and pushed him. And it wasn't like it was strategically placed either. He yeah. like went Oh, across he the went way to get, get one. I bet it was like something where he's like, "Man, I got to make this look good," you know. And yeah. I don't know, man, but I love that match. Yeah. And, and the angle slam off the top top rope. Yes, that was sick. It was super sick. Like, yes. And that wasn't even like the first time during the match where I was like, "Wow," you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, this is what's up. This is why I like wrestling. I'm not surprised that I was so into it at when this stuff was happening in 2001. Yeah. Because it's awesome. Like, I in 2001 when the, these storylines were going on, like. I was going to you know wrestling parties every month and watching these people. Right. I was fifteen. Like. Yeah, like this was this was what's what was up at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I really enjoy it. Really like going back to it. Yeah. So I I mean this is a great match. I love it. I and I love the spotlight match of the week, man. This is my favorite segment personally. You know how you feel about it? You you definitely like this one a lot. Yeah. Me too, dude. Um. So let's tell the people what we're gonna do next time, man. WrestleMania eighteen. Who's it gonna be? It's got to be the match of the night, in my opinion. And that's saying a lot. But anyway, <laughs> the match I'm picking is Rock versus Hollywood Hogan. Ah, yes. The showcase of immortals. And you can also do your extra credit homework on this one if you'd like. Okay. And th- watch the next night on Raw, Hogan's promo. Hogan's best promo, period. Really? That's what I'm saying. Okay. 
All right. I'm so definitely a little extra credit. And I know this match is a little longer. I think it's a half hour match, but yeah. it is a spotlight. There's match a lot of stare down and picture sure. taking at the beginning. So don't worry about that. <laughs> you know, that's where four of the minutes come from. Can't wait to talk about it. All right. Awesome. So again, it's going to be WrestleMania 18, Hulk Hogan versus The Rock. And man, this is. A wrestling match of the ages for you know definitely people our age that crossed over the generations and saw the passing of the torches Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so um check it out hit us up on twitter tell us know you know why you like it why you like the match that we did this week and you know stuff that you want to see in the future we we love doing this segment and we definitely want to know what you guys want next from us at wpc smash and now it's time, ladies and gentlemen, to smash this podcast with some pop culture. We got music, we got movies, we got comics, video games, collectibles, and more. Smash! All right, dude, pop culture, man. A lot of stuff's been going on as far as pop culture goes. Video mm-hmm. games, comics, conventions, pops. All that kind of stuff's been going on, man. Things have been oh, yeah. wild. Um, so let's talk quickly about, um, you know, first, let any cool pops you picked up lately? I know you're super into that, bro. I like collectibles. I pre-ordered some pops. Uh, shout out to popinabox.com. So I know that. US, yep. rather. Um, anything, from what I get from this website, anything that's uh, not an exclusive to a special store or website you have a chance to pre-order them, and they do a great deal. It's $40 for five, so it's like buy four, get one free. Yep. And if there is a Chase edition, you have a one in six chance just by ordering it Yep. to get um, whatever get a, the get chase, chase is. Cool. So I pre-ordered a bunch because they just released a new Nickelodeon pack. Yeah, there's a lot of cool ones coming out. Wrestling, right? Yep, there's some wrestling. There is a Braun Strowman one. I know that. <laughs> there you go. Um, I didn't see those ones up for order yet that I saw. But still, they're um, coming. Like, I saw coming soon. Like, you, the Nickelodeon ones are starting to pick up and, like, all yep. that kind of stuff. Like, super cool ones. Like, catchy stuff from our era, you know? Oh, yeah. Fraggle Rock ones. Uh, new Stranger Thing ones are coming out. The Tick has a new one coming out. There's, there you go. There's always so many. Um, That's cool, man. So what I pre-ordered was a Rocco's Modern Life. Nice. A Jafar Genie. Yep. A Tron. Sub-Zero. And Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. Ooh, I like that one. The Million Dollar Man. Everybody's got a price. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure, man. Dude, nice, man. Yeah, so... so Pops are always fun. I saw a lot of cool things on Twitter where it's like, oh, this is the new series coming out. And like every time they put out, you know, something they were doing with it, I was like, man, that's a cool one. That's a cool one. So I was was hoping that you picked up something sweet. That's awesome, man. Video games. Remember collecting all 120 stars in Super Mario 64? Ooh, I mean me. Yeah, remember? Remember two least thighs? Oh, yeah. I really remember him. Dude, South Park came out first. Let's start there. Like, I know that you ripped through it, dude. Tell people, how is South Park? Dude, should I play it? You know what I mean? Like, tell me about it. If you want a break from whatever game you're playing and you love South Park, yes, play this game. Yep. Um, it's easy. Okay. The It's turn-based. It's a little bit different than the Stick of Truth because the Stick of Truth was straight turn-based back and forth. This game is turn-based with the grid, Yep. if you're familiar with it, which sure. I wasn't sure about because that's not my style, but I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I really uh, enjoyed this game. And pretty much what, what this game is, 
just think about watching an episode of South Park, but you're in it. <laughs> And it's way more over the top. Yeah. So like, you can swear. There's no censors. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of a slow-moving game. Like, your character doesn't jump. Okay. Um, and you, you don't run either. You just move at your little South Park. Yeah. Please. Animations are crappy. <laughs> you know, maneuvers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it is a hilarious game. And that's what kept me interested in it. Nice. And, and, you know, I wanted to beat it. But um, How long did it take you to beat it? Ugh. Two sit-downs, maybe... A few hours. Eight hours total, maybe. That's pretty good for a video game, like a single-player game. Eight yeah. hours, that's good. Mm-hmm. All right, not bad. And so there th- is DLC, but they don't... They, they hint at what some DLC could be. Yeah. Because you get to a point in the game, and it's a total throwback to a another episode, which that's all the game is, and that's what makes me laugh about it. There's yep. so many references and throwbacks. Like, when you go into any building, the music playing is a song from the show. So it could be the Gay Fish song or the Bay Bay Netflix song yeah. or, <laughs> or, you know, finger, nice. finger Bang or whatever. Um, so little spoiler, but not not major. Um, usually, like in Stick of Truth, you can go to Canada. Yeah. But in this game, when you go to go to Canada, there's the wall. Because you remember, yeah. the president built the wall. Yeah. And there's a guy sitting on top and he's like, you can't get through here, buddy. <laughs> and, and you keep trying to hit A and he's like, I don't know how many times I have to tell you. You can't get through here, buddy. <laughs> and then there's another guy like, hey, who wants to come over? Yeah, I already told him. He can't come through here. <laughs> and he's like, hey, kid, maybe there'll be a DLC. So you just waste your time and, and walk around. That's awesome. Man. Um, I personally thought Stick of Truth was better, the first game. Okay. Because it was a little bit more outrageous. Like in Stick of Truth, you go in outer space and there's a lot with the aliens. And, <laughs> yeah. And, Probes <laughs> and whatnot. And a random thing where you have to give Randy Marsh a smishmortion <laughs> and you turn into Lemmy Winks kind of and go help Mr. Slave, if you know what I'm saying. That's all in the Stick of Truth. Yeah. There's nothing that outrageous in this one. Yeah. Okay. But this one definitely follows and takes nods at the whole superhero saga that's going on yep. between DC and Marvel. So if you're into that and you know like what they're really talking about, it's hilarious because nice. you're messing up the the time frames and you're arguing over who gets a Netflix series and who gets straight to DVD or who gets a three movie part. And, and then just all that, like it's a lot of superhero references, which is cool. Nice. So, Uh, so, um, RPG, a lot of collectible stuff. Um, again, if you can play a turn-based game, you can beat this game. If you like South Park, you're going to like everything about it. It pretty much takes, Everything in the past few seasons, so, you know, member berries are there. Yeah. You know. Um, I remember. Yep. For <laughs> sure, man. And so, uh, PC Principal. <laughs> Shout out to PC Principal. That, yeah. That's cool. I always like PC Principal. He's hilarious. But really easy to play. and Good um, relax, chill type game. Definitely. Right? You don't even have to hit pause. You don't got to worry about your KD in South Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. And you don't even have to hit pause. You can just sit there and, like, the jokes will keep flying at you. Nice. Someone will walk by you and be like... Look, it's the farting vigilante. Cool. (laughs) Cool. So definitely relaxing type game, but cool if you're a South Park fan, definitely give it a a shot. Nice, man. You convinced me. We'll see what goes on. Um, You know, I got something else that I want to play even before that, which I haven't got a chance to play yet, and that's Mario Odyssey, dude. Mm -hmm. New Mario. How long has it been since we got some new Mario? Mario. Like a few years. Yes. Mario (laughs) Sunshine was the last, like, big one that i wanted to play yeah you know, that, and that was a lot more than, that was a long long time that was a lot yeah, more yeah. than a few years you know what i mean um 
Actually, that's not true. There were other games. But still, like, Mario Odyssey, first Mario game on the Switch. Yep. So I'm And it ex- went back to that sandbox style, like you were saying, like Sunshine. Because yeah. on the Wii, they went back to the side-scrolling, which it was time for. Yep. Like, the platforming Mario We wanted style. that at that time. Right. But now that. it was like, boom, back to Mario 64-esque. Yes. Um, I wanted that so bad. And what's really cool that you said to me is that, like, you know, when you go in down the uh, little tubes, it switches back to, like... Side scroll style, right? Yep. yep. That's cool, man. I'm I'm super excited for that because you're getting a little bit of both worlds when you do it like that. For sure. And I uh, I thought that was super cool, but I didn't play the game, so go ahead, man. Like, tell oh, yeah. us what's up with it. So no I did. spoilers here, so no. just keep them cool. But definitely, like, tell me what to do. Like, what should I do if I've never turned on the game, which I haven't? Like, what should I do first? Like, where should I head? You know what I mean? Like, let sure. me know what's up with the game. The game definitely teaches you everything you need to know. But the first thing I did. As always, I went to the options and read the controls because <laughs> it, it is for Switch and they really are pushing the dual paddles, one in each hand. Yep. The Joy-Cons. Okay. But I'm a pro controller guy. Yes. So I, I went to make sure I could still use Cappy, which is the hat, yep. your companion in this game, um, which you throw. Um, you can throw in different directions depending on the paddles, but... You also can do it with the pro controller. So nice. that's what I was making sure you could do. Because yeah. if I couldn't, then I would have played with the Joy-Cons. Um, so go through that first just to kind of see. But the controls are very similar to Mario 64. Okay. Where you can do the little backflip and you can do the long jump. Yeah. Um, where you run, hit the Z button and jump. You know, nice. like, like, <laughs> uh, climb trees and stuff just like that. Nice. Um, so it definitely has the feel of Mario 64. But in 2017 awesome with newer graphics and yeah and gameplay dude was it fun oh yes it was <laughs> and another just heads up which i did you can play the game however you want of course yeah but um play through the game and follow the story okay um, follow the story first because it definitely has replayability okay um because in this game you have to do certain things to get in certain areas but you can't do them at some point. So, like, I wasted a lot of time trying to get into this one area. And I'm like, come on. Like, I'm doing what it's asking me. Yeah. But it's restricted. Okay. So gotta you go back after. Go you got to go back after you beat the game, pretty much. Okay. Um, so, go through the story and just enjoy the story. Once I figured that out, I was on the third world. Because it does go through worlds or kingdoms, as they call it in this okay. one. Kind of like throwback to all your old games where you sure. have... Snowland and giant land and you know desert land right on and, nice. and all that yeah so um go through the story enjoy the story um okay. if you're really stuck there is a mode called guided mode i only put it on right away just to see what it was yeah but it's almost reminiscent of fable where the arrows ah. kind of show you where to go if you're yeah, really stuck yeah, yeah if you're lost or whatever I, I put it on that's cool for somebody like me who will like literally if i'm lost for 15 minutes i won't play that game again <laughs> you uh, know what i mean like i'm one of those people like i need to keep going yeah. so if i do get lost i could just flip those on yep. real quick ah, and arrows go on the ground i put that's it on cool, just man. to see what it was because i'm the opposite i'm more of check every corner yep, yep. check every door Whatever, punch every wall, destroy Absolutely. every block, like because yep. there's got to be something hidden in this. In this game, most of the time your instincts will be right because okay. I'm like, oh, this is a random rock right here, yeah. but I can <laughs> smash it. Oh, like yeah. there it is. There was, and there could be anything under there. Um, it goes on a heart system once again. Okay. Um, you get three hearts, so when you get hit, you lose a heart, but then you can get up to six hearts total. All right. Um, Sweet. 
So the story on this one, I'll just make it real quick because I'm not going to like spoiler alert. Anything. Yeah, the game's only a week old, like or two yeah. weeks old. Like it's still pretty, so pretty new. Bowser kidnaps the princess. He's going to marry her, but the tiara on her head is a live thing with eyes, and it happens to be Cappy's sister, girlfriend, whatever. Okay. Cappy's companion. So Cappy, who is this being who's like a ghost who can transform into your hat, who, like I said, becomes your companion. Yeah. He's trying to save his sister. You're trying to save the princess. He says, yo, I'm going to work with you. Goes into your hat. When you throw your hat at something, you can turn into it. You can turn into a Goomba. So now um, there's... um, in this game, unfortunately, there are no like Mario power ups. Okay. There's no flower power. There's no raccoon suit. Oh. It's you throw your hat at something and you use what, it, like, if you're a Goomba, you can stack up and jump on other Goombas. Yeah. If it's a turtle brother who throws hammers, you turn into him, you're throwing hammers now. So can you hit anything you want with the hat? Like anything in the game that moves, you hit it with a hat, you can turn into that? Just about. Just about? Just nice. about. A bullet bill. That's cool. If it's coming at you, throw your hat, gets a little mustache. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there are also super cooler things that you can throw your hat at, which I'll let you explore. Okay. And get back to me cool, on that. Cool, cool. Um, All right. So... That's the whole premise of the story. You're trying to save the princess. Dude. Long story short. But you're going through all the different worlds. Um, Saving princesses from castles. That's right. You know that's what I do, man. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely, brother. Um, And I really enjoyed the game. And I'm going to go back and keep playing it because there's always more to unlock. Yeah. Um, And you know there's secrets that nobody even has any idea about yet. There's definitely stuff going on, I'm sure. And, And the point of this game as well, like... To make it make sense, you collect moons instead of like Mario 64, you collected stars. This one, you collect moons. Moons power up the Odyssey. The Odyssey is the name of the ship. Okay. And when you get to a kingdom, it's like, oh man, you have 20 right now, you need 50. So you got to go get 30 moons somehow to power the ship to get to the next kingdom. All right. So that's where Odyssey comes in. That's basically what you're trying to do. Is a two player mode? I haven't tried it yet. The second player can control the hat. Okay. And from what I'm understanding, there are special, like you said, secrets that two players only. Ah, you, yeah. It, you need someone else to control that. There's hat. always stuff in Mario. Like, even, like, you know, finding flutes and hitting buttons to right. go behind the screen at the end instead of, you know, hitting mm-hmm. the beginning. You know what I mean? Like, that stuff's always going to be there, and we'll figure that stuff out, you know, yep. soon enough. And I'm sure you'll let people know, you mm-hmm. know, if you find anything like that on Twitter. For sure. Right on. Like I said, this was a spoiler-free kind of review. Yes. If you are interested and you want to know more about the game, because I have loads more to say, but I don't want to spoil, yep. hit me up at WPC Smash. Tell me you, that you want more, and I will direct message you, or we'll link up somehow. You know, I have a Twitter handle, too. It's uh, at Mike underscore Morand. Absolutely. That's my name. Either way, you know, we'll yeah, get that conversation looking- going. Yeah, you're looking for some help. Mike Moran's the guy for you, you know what I mean? Uh, He already banged through the game, and uh, he'll definitely be able to help everybody out. Yeah, and I would be playing the game even more. However, we had a new, another new release. I know, it's been a hell of a few weeks. Yeah, so. uh, Boots to the ground, World War II, World War II. Call of Duty. I'm going to let you take this one, Ian, because. Well, since I got to play, um, it's been out for about three days. I probably got to play, eh. 20, 25 games, mostly because the servers haven't worked, mm-hmm. a la every Call of Duty 
intro game ever. In ever. Yeah, dude. But this is worse, like, than it's ever been. Like, I don't, I don't even know. It's so hard to get a game. Nothing's mm-hmm. working right. When you do get into a game, you're scared to get out, so you can't change your classes and do everything like that. Sometimes, like, can't join your friends. Yeah, so we haven't even played together with anybody yet because people are trying to get on, off and on all the time, or getting booted, and then you can't get back on. So I'm really disappointed in Sledgehammer and Activision on that part. I mean, the launch, it's always going to be screwed up because of how much people, um, you know, play Call of Duty and mm-hmm. how many people are going to play it that first weekend. But this is the worst one so far, and like yeah. we're. Technology is only better than it was four years ago. Like, how is this launch the same as World at War, you know, eight years ago or whatever? Like, this is crazy that we're still having the same problems. But anyway, when I did get into a game, I really had a good time, man. I like having my boots on the ground. (laughs) Um, The guns, they're they're fun to use. They're they're tough, but not too easy. You know, not too 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 tough, but not too easy at the same time. I I mean, every there's no complaints. Yeah. There's a little bit of lag here and there, but this That's is all server stuff. Right, right. This stuff will clean itself up in the next couple of weeks. But, I mean, I'm super excited for this game. I'm going to play this as much as I can, especially when it starts working and I can play with my buddies. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm playing with the BAR right now with a red dot on it. I think, like, a lot of people are. I'm probably going to switch to a submachine gun because I really find myself uh, getting into engagements with submachine guns because the maps are you know so compact they're not small but there's like a lot of engagements going on in close quarters basically no matter where you are so i'm like man i'm i'm gonna have to change my game up during this uh call of duty and, mm-hmm. and i'm excited to do that you know do something a little different for sure what'd you like man oh it just looks good yeah like, that's the first thing it's creamy smooth, dude. Like yeah. when you move and you look at everything, <laughs> it's like, and like yeah, dude. There's tons of head glitches everywhere. I'm just like standing up and backing up, and you can't. All you can see is my helmet, and I'm like, I can shoot you. Like, that's, yeah, it's really, really good, man. There's a lot of cool stuff online still that people are showing. Mm-hmm. I watch those videos to try to figure out stuff and learn matches, uh, maps better, yep. and stuff like that. But it's three games, th- three days in. I definitely didn't get to play that much of it. Yeah, I think I only played like nine matches yeah yeah it's so tough too for the first weekend like normally we'd have like 24 hours in each like you know coming in together yeah we can't even join each other's matches yeah yeah dude it's tough they'll fix it but i think the next couple you know uh episodes of wpc smash that we do will definitely like have more call of duty and definitely more reviews on guns and maps and stuff we like Mm -hmm. and Stuff we don't like at that point. I'm sure quick scoping and trick shotting is going to be a problem. Yeah. Um, it's the Black Ops 3 engine, and that was what that game was all about, you yeah. know, was all that kind of stuff. But and we'll see if they calm down the SMGs, like you said. Yeah. They are I mean, a little OP, but I kind of use them. So, yeah. And myself, I. I'm always been a rifle guy too. Yeah, more of an automatic rifle, but um, I'm gonna try to check out the STG44. I think it's called. Yeah, that's a good gun. That I'm using that one right now, and it's the BAR. Good. Yeah, it's good. You know, it's tough because like the red dots are weird. They're not. It's not like a real red dot. You have to get like 300 kills oh, yeah. before you get the real red dot, and it's like eh. But yeah. um, I'm usually the rail shooter myself too. Dude, though. I'm excited to play it. Um, no jetpacks. Yeah, a lot of good video games. Mm-hmm. Lots of stuff to do, lots of stuff to play. Hit us up at WPC Smash if you want to play with us. We play on Xbox. Um, you know, we got quite a few friends that play different games, and and we definitely like to play with you. So hit us up. We'll uh, toss out the gamer tag, and and we can play some games of Call of Duty, or you can grab some tips from Mike on Twitter with uh, Mario and South Park. 
just a lot of fun stuff going on as far as video games go, man. You know, I, it's a good time. All right, Mike Moran. This is a what segment up? that I have been excited about. I've been thinking about different ways we could do this, you know, to kind of keep it exciting and, and keep things real. And uh, we have a little segment here at WPC Smash that we like to call The Brain Buster. And how we're going to do it is basically I, Ian, am going to be the moderator. And I, you know, am going to ask trivia questions to Mike Morant. Now, I know a ton about wrestling. And this guy knows a ton more than I do. So these, are, these aren't going to be easy questions. These aren't going to be gimmies. And they're gonna, it's going to be stuff that... Um, I think it's cool and hopefully like somewhat references um, something we're going to do in the future, you know, maybe next week or something we talked about this week. It'll be somewhat referential. You know what I mean? So Mike Morand. Hit my music. is the WPC Brain Buster. Let's meet today's contestants. An X-Men collecting father of two, whose wrestling knowledge is so great, may the force be with you. The Commissioner, Ian. From the age of six, he's been saving princesses from castles. His hero is a grown man in spandex. This is Mike. And here is your brain buster. Mike Moran, everybody knows the main event of WrestleMania 1 was Hulk Hogan versus Roddy Piper. Everybody knows that. Brought the rock and wrestling connection together. Now, there were other things that happened on WrestleMania 1, but it all started in one spot. What was the first match of WrestleMania 1 and who won? Ugh. All right. Hit me down for the one. We'll get some music going back there. But uh, yeah, no kick out here. No. All right, dude. It was Tito Santana, and he defeated the Executioner by submission. Match number one of WrestleMania. I might have got Tito Santana, but I never would have got that he submitted the Executioner. You know what I mean? Um, And the reason I remember that is because if you ever watch that pay-per-view, Tito Santana is the first guy who comes out. So, like, that sticks out to me for some reason. And I'm a big, like, watch those kind of pay-per-views when I'm going to bed. So I'll usually catch the first or second match. You know what I mean? I'm a family guy. (laughs) (laughs) Or American Dad when I'm going to bed. There you go. Cool. So that was a good one, right? Not too hard. Not too fair. That was a decent one, though. I'm going to... Throw you with a brain buster. Wasn't the main event? Didn't didn't it also have Cowboy Bob Orton in there? Yeah, absolutely. Right, there, okay. was several, there was several right. other people. I was like, I, in my head, I'm like, ask me that. Like, yeah, Cowboy Bob Orton is in the main event. <laughs> with his broken Brother. elbow. They, I was just trying to, like, make it elaborate. Oh, sound sure, a lot man. cooler. And Give you, a little more story to the question. Yeah, man, you, you know? nailed me. Cool, man. Hey, that, that was one. You know, we'll we'll come up with something else next week, and, and we'll see if we can uh, hit you down for the count again, baby. No kick out here. All right, man. Dude, yeah. I had another sweet episode. Um, I enjoyed everything. We had lots of content, lots of video game talk, lots of wrestling talk. We have Survivor Series coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the NXT pay-per-view coming up. Wrestle Kingdom starting to shape up. A lot mm-hmm. of stuff coming in the future, man. I'm excited. Battlefront's coming out. Ah, Battlefront. 
Uh, yeah, Battlefront yeah, comes out Star soon, Wars right? Yeah, right up. Fun show. Uh, lots of good stuff coming up. Hit us up on Twitter. You know, if you guys want uh, spotlight matches, game tips, reviews, let us know. Anything that you uh, want us to talk about, we could uh, definitely we'll make it happen. Try to make that happen for you. Uh, Mike, I had a good week, man. Yeah. How about you? Great. Right on, brother. Let's give the people a too sweet. Too sweet. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at WPC Smash. Or on our website, WPCSmash.wordpress.com, where you can find current and past episodes, a donation button, and links for iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, brother.